Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about how to be a vessel of God. And we're coming from the book of Daniel, chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. So grab your journals. But before we get into today's episode, a quick reminder that all of the links to anything that I have going on will always be in the description. The links for the Christian Bay Crew Next is in the description. The Bay Bible Study Journals is in the description, as well as the virtual courses. The links for mentorship is in the description, as well as one-on-one calls. So any links that you're looking for, you guys email me, DM me. All of the links will always be in the description. Just check the description and I'll have the name of it and the link next to it. Now let's get into it. So this morning while I was doing my quiet time, God led me to the book of Daniel chapter two, and this is Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And what's happening, I'm just going to give you guys a quick summary because it's verse one through 16. So what's happening is Nebuchadnezzar is the king and he has had a dream. And now he's went to all of the astrologers, enchanters, musicians, and he's saying, I need you guys to interpret my dream. And if you can interpret this dream that I have, I'm basically going to kill you. So then it says in verse 10, that's verses one through nine. I summed it up real quick for y'all. He let them know. This is the dream, but I'm not going to tell you the dream for you to interpret it. I want you to tell me what my dream was. He said, show me what you got. Like, let me know whether you really bought what you're talking about. Tell me what the dream was and then interpret it. So verse 10 says, the astrologers answered the king. There is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. What the king asks is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, lowercase g. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live among humans. Verse 12 says, this made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men in Babylon. Because if y'all supposed to be wise men, why are you not giving me wisdom right now? Like you're not proving that you're really wise, so I might as well get rid of you. So it says that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death and men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. When the commander of the king's guards had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Like what, like, why am I in this? That's what Daniel was saying. Like, why is me and my boys in this? So he said, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Archite then explained the matter to Daniel. Verse 16, at this, Daniel went into the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. So the first thing that God allowed to stand out to me while I was reading this is in verse 10, when the astrologer said, there is no one on earth that can do this. And God showed me that he speaks in the midst of trouble. See, we always look at trouble or trials and tribulations as a bad thing, but this is God's showtime. You know, when you're about to perform, if you were ever a performer or you went to a performance, when it's almost time to perform, the state you know, the curtains open, right? God says, we look at trouble as if it's a bad thing, but for him, trouble is when the curtains are open. In action, this is my time to show up. This is my showtime. I know that you think trouble is a bad thing, but remember my thoughts and my ways are higher than yours. So trouble is actually my 60 seconds of fame. Trouble is actually my spotlight moment. Trouble is actually when I can show you what I made of. I can show you what I got, little mama, when it's some trouble. So I know that you hate encountering trouble. I know that you hate going through trouble but trouble is actually my action moment for me because trouble is an appointment for anointing 
See, they also said in verse 10, there's no one on earth that can do this except the gods, but they do not live amongst humans. And that was God showing that there's no God bigger than him because whatever gods they talking about, lowercase g, there's nothing that they can do on earth because they can't move amongst humans. They don't live in humans like the Holy Spirit lives in us. So that was God showing that there is no God bigger than him because even your lowercase g gods that you're serving can't do what I can do. Your sage can't do what I can do. Your rocks and crystals can't do what I can do. Your Buddha can't do what I can do. The little temple you built in your home and the little altar you made in your home or whatever they be doing when they be building that stuff, that can't do what I can do. That's in your house. So when you leave the house, how does that help you? Okay, that can't do what I can do. So the astrologer said, only people that can do this is the gods, lowercase g, and they do not live amongst humans. So even their gods could not accomplish or solve the problem that was at hand. And I mean, I'm not God and I, I know why I'm not God because if I was God, this would be my moment to be petty because I'd be like, nah, where that one you was worshiping? Like, what he here now? <laughs> what, what he about to do now? Oh, you said not even your lowercase g gods could do this. They can't even solve this problem. They can't, but you're supposed to be the wise men of Babylon, but you don't have the wisdom. You don't have the answer and your gods, lowercase g, can't provide it to you because they don't move amongst humans. So if your gods, lowercase g, does not move amongst humans how are they helping humans hmm let's let's make it make sense here in verse 11 the astrologer literally said what the king asks is too difficult it was too difficult for them and it was too difficult for their gods but it's nothing that's too difficult for our gods because our god specializes in difficulty this, this is his destiny he operates best in mess so he said this is my time to show up but i first have to get king nebuchadnezzar to see that his wise men and his enchanters and his astrologers and all the gods that they serve i have have to get him to see that they really ain't talking about nothing i have to get king nebuchadnezzar to see that when he's in a time of trouble when he's in a stormy sticky situation that the people he been serving the people he been running through the people he been running to can't even show up for him and this is the same thing that happens with us. Sometimes God allows us to go through trouble so that we can wear out all of our options. All Everything that you usually turn to or everyone that you usually run to or everything that usually saves you cannot save you in this situation because I want you to see who your true savior is. I want you to see who your true father is. I want you to see the one that will never fail you, that will never let you down. So I want you to see God, capital G. So I'm going to let you run through all of your options. I'm going to let you do it the way that you normally do it. The king was used to going to his wise man, but God had to step in and show him that they weren't so wise after all so after God stepped in and let him see that his wise men weren't so wise after all verse 14 says when Archot, the commander of the king's guard had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon because I mean why are they here <laughs> they're not giving me wisdom after he put them to death it says Daniel spoke to him with wisdom intact Daniel said all right enough is enough <laughs> enough is enough I'm I'm the one I'm the one of one I'm the one that's gonna stick and, and y'all this is so good oh my gosh it says Dan and this just came to me this is not even in my notes it says Daniel came to him and spoke to him in wisdom and tact while he was out killing all of the quote-unquote wise men God used his vessel Daniel to come speak to him in wisdom 
tell god is so good y'all daniel spoke to him in wisdom now that you've gotten rid of all those other quote-unquote wise men let me show you what wisdom actually looks like god said let me send one of my vessels because the other gods the other gods lowercase g that you serve they can't move amongst humans but i can so let me send one of my vessels to speak to you in wisdom intact so that you can see what wisdom really look like so that you can hear what wisdom really sound like now that i've gotten you to see that the wise men that you had called wise now that i've gotten you to see that they weren't so wise and you got rid of them let me show you what wisdom and what wise men really look like by sending my vessel daniel this is what it looks like or this is what it means for god to use you as a vessel he sends you into a problem he sends you in to solve a stormy season for someone he sends you in as the solution you killing wise men because they're not so wise after all and now i'm sending in daniel and he's speaking with wisdom intact. This is also what the word of God means when it says that his thoughts and his ways are far beyond ours because King Nebuchadnezzar went to his astrologers and his enchanters because he thought that they were the wise men. Whole time, Daniel was the wise man he really needed, but he didn't know that, but God did. Let me get back to my notes. So it says, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom intact. Verse 15 says, he asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? And that's what God does. Now, it's not easy being a vessel of God because sometimes he sends you into situations and you don't even know what's going on. I don't even know why I'm here. I just got sent here, but I'm here because I'm the solution. I don't know I'm the solution yet because I didn't even know it was a situation. I didn't even know it was a problem. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Daniel said, why did he issue such a harsh decree? I'm, I'm, I'm inquisitive. I want to know what's going on. But this is why it's important to be obedient and do what God tells you to do, even when you don't understand, even when you don't have all the details, even when it doesn't make sense. If you're going to be a vessel of God, if you want to be a vessel of God, you must be bold. You must be bold enough to go when God tells you to go, even if he doesn't give you all of the details, even if he doesn't give you the full layout of what's about to happen. You must be bold enough and planted and rooted in your faith enough to trust God's plan and trust God's instructions, even when they're not crystal clear to you, because they'll never be crystal clear because his thoughts and his ways are far beyond ours. But just like he told Abraham, go and I will show you, God gives us instructions sometime without giving us the full layout of the plan. But it's important that we be obedient. So Daniel was there and he was inquisitive and wanted to know what was going on before he even knew that he was the answer to a problem. So verse 15 continues and said, Archite then explained the matter to Daniel. Now he has updated Daniel and let Daniel know what's going on because Daniel did not know. And it's so funny how God works because Daniel was speaking in wisdom intact before he even knew that wisdom was what was requested. See, he didn't, it says he spoke with wisdom intact before he explained the situation to him. God will use you in rooms and areas before you even know that you're being used, before you even know that you provide what they need. That's why you have to walk in every room that God sends you in with your head up and your shoulders back because God has you in that room for a reason, even when you don't know what that reason is. Even when you don't know the problem that you're solving, God knows what he placed inside of you. So you just focus on being obedient and let God do the rest. 
We want to know too much sometimes. We want to have too much answers. And sometimes we don't want to move until we get the full picture. We don't want to move until we have all the answers. And God said, I'm just looking for a vessel that's obedient. I'm just looking for a vessel that trusts me enough to know that if you weren't supposed to be in that room, I wouldn't have sent you. If you weren't supposed to be at that job, I wouldn't have sent you. If you weren't supposed to be at that school, you wouldn't have got accepted. If you wasn't supposed to be in that relationship, I would have never gave you the confirmation. God said, I'm not looking for somebody that wants to be wise on their own or wants to know everything on their own. I'm just looking for somebody that wants to be used. I'm just looking for somebody that trusts me enough to be my vessel and to go when I say go without feeling like they have to have all the answers first. So Daniel spoke with wisdom and tact before he even knew what was going on. In that verse 15 says, Archite then explained the matter to Daniel. Verse 16 says, at this, Daniel went into the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Can you imagine the amount of boldness that it took to walk into the king and ask the king for more time to interpret the dream right after the king has put out a decree to kill all the wise men? And Daniel was in that. He he said Daniel too. And Daniel still walked in, made his request known. And clearly got it. Because when you continue to read in verse 17, it says, then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends. So the king granted that to Daniel. That's favor. There is favor when you are walking in alignment and in obedience to what God is calling and telling you to do. But in order for you to experience that favor, you must first be bold. And that's today's seed. Today's seed is God make me bold. I already, I now understand what it means to be a vessel of yours, what it looks like to be a vessel of yours, because Daniel is a good example. And now I need you to make me bold so that I can be obedient and walk in the steps that you have ordered for me. Because I understand if I am not bold, I am going to miss out on my blessings. I am going to miss out on favor because I'm looking at everyone else's situation. I'm looking at, well, he put out a decree to kill, he put out a decree to kill the other wise men. I'm not going to go in here and ask him for more time to interpret his dream because then he going to really kill me. Then he going to really target me because I'm going in there. What if he killed me soon? as I walk in imagine all of the thoughts that could have been going through Daniel head what if I can't interpret the dream but Daniel had faith that he could so he was bold in that because of his faith we have to be bold enough to step up to step into the rooms to step up to the plate to start the business to post the content to speak the promise we must be bold enough to do it even when we don't have any proof of it we just have to know who our father is we must be walking to talking examples of the kingdom of God. It said the other gods can't move amongst humans, but our God can. But if we are not operating in boldness and faith, how can God do what he really wants to do? God says, I'm just looking for a vessel that's bold enough to let me use them. I'm just looking for a vessel that's bold enough to go up to the king. I understand you killing other wise men, but I'm a child of God. I understand how it happened at the other job, but I'm a child of God. I understand how your finances looking like, but I'm a child of God. I understand what what happened in your past relationship, but I'm a child of God. So I'm going to walk in boldness, authority, but most importantly, obedience. And I'm going to have faith that even if it doesn't work out like this, normally it will for me. So today's seed is the make me bold seed because I don't want to just be a vessel that's moving out of fear, a vessel that's sitting in the corner. Your God use me. And then as soon as you try to use me, I'm backing down. I'm getting scared. I'm getting insecure. I'm thinking about how it happened for everybody else. You are not them. 
If God has called you, he set you apart and he's calling you in the midst of trouble. You're a vessel to go into stormy situations and be the solution. You keep running every time stuff get tough. You keep running every time God calls you to a situation because you're looking at how it happened for everybody else. So God says, I'm proud that you want to be my vessel, but I need you to be bold enough to walk into what I'm calling you to because I disrupt systems. I shake rooms. I, I go against protocol. I tear down systems that way they usually been, the way the operations usually flow. I send in my anointing. I need you to understand that when there's disappointment or trouble, that is when God shows up the most. And he said, I'm just looking for a vessel that's going to show up with me. I'm just looking for a vessel that's bold enough to go in with me. I'm just looking for a vessel that's bold enough to let me use them. Don't worry about what Nebuchadnezzar did to the other wise men. I need you to understand you're set apart. I need you to go to him and tell him, give me more time. I'll interpret that dream. Even before you know whether you can do it or not I need you to be bold if you're going to be my vessel and you can sell the make me bold seed to dollar sign to Christian Bay or PayPal Zelda Christian Bay at gmail.com make me bold and it's not for everybody because everybody don't really want to be used by God honestly I just got to keep it real with y'all. Everybody don't want to be used. It sounds good to say it. It sounds good to post it. It sounds, it looks cute to have God first in your bio. But if you're not really stepping out on faith, if you're not really showing up when God is calling you, you just want to read your scripture and stay in the house and go to sleep and binge watch Netflix. Don't try to act like you about it if you're really not. Because if you sow this make me bold seed, God going to call you out like he called Daniel. And in that moment, it's disobedience if you don't do what God is calling you to do. Because a lot of times I get a lot of emails, a lot of DMs complaining about what's going wrong in life. But are you living according to the word of God? You can't be complaining that everything is going wrong when you're not doing right. You're not doing right. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. But you want to complain about your life not looking like how God said it's supposed to look. You still sleeping with somebody you know you're not supposed to be sleeping with. But then you want to complain that your love life don't look like the love and agape, unconditional love that God said it's supposed to look like, but you're not doing right. You don't you don't pay your tithes and offering. You don't sow. You, you'll listen to the episodes, but you don't sow. But then you complain about how your finances look when the word of God says, bring your tithes to the house. Bring your tithes to where you're getting fed. But you don't want to do that. But you want to complain when God isn't blessing you abundantly and overflowing like his word promised. His word aligns with his will. You must do what he said in order to get what he promised. His word says, take care of your body. Your body is your temple. Be a good steward of it. When the last time you worked out, but you, you go to every new restaurant that you see on TikTok and you want to try it out, but you won't work out. You don't want to pay your tithes and offering. You don't want to sow, but you'll go and you'll eat a $50 plate. And then you'll complain because your life not looking how God said it's going to look. You'll go and you'll go lay up with that boy, but you're not at church on Sunday. But you'll complain because your life not looking how God said it would look. When's the last time you did something for somebody else? You can't complain about your life not looking right when you're doing wrong. So I'm going to say it again. Today's seed is the make me bold. Make me bold enough to be obedient. Make me bold enough to actually live what I'm talking about. Don't just tell people you're a woman of God. Don't just tell people you're a man of God. Don't just tell people how you go to church. If you're not living life according to the word of God on a day-to-day basis, what is 10% of your income? I'm asking that. Do you know it off the top of your head? Because if you know it off the top of your head, that would be because you actually sow it like the word says, but you don't know it because you're you're not doing what you're supposed to do. When is the last time you did a fast? How long was the fast? 
What were you fasting and praying for? What are you believing God for for the month of September? These are just spiritual questions that I'm asking you to see where you are spiritually. It's more than just listening to a sermon. It's more than just listening to a podcast. It's more than just reading a devotional and posting it online. What spiritual practices are you exercising and walking into every single day so that you can see the fruit of what God says? What are you doing in your day-to-day life so that you can produce the type of fruit that looks like the word of God. It's more than just talking about it. You actually got to walk it out. So today's seed is the make me bold seed, bold enough to be obedient, bold enough to live according to your word, bold enough to walk in your will, bold enough to go in a room even when I don't know why I'm being sent, bold enough to speak what you tell me to speak even if it's going to go against what everybody else is saying, bold enough to stand on your word, bold enough to sow what I'm supposed to sow, bold enough to build my body, to be healthy, to eat healthy, to work out so that I can live a long life and produce the fruit and the purpose that you have called me to bold enough to believe that as long as I do what I'm supposed to do you will allow favor and prosperity to follow me in spite of what it looks like around me in spite of what people are saying around me I'm bold enough to believe your word and you can sow the make me bold seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or paypal zelda christian bay at gmail.com make me bold enough to be your vessel Cause Daniel didn't care what that decree was. He stood up. He went to the, he asked about it. He went to the King and he said, I'll interpret the dream. And now I'm asking you, do you have that same type of boldness? And if you don't, it's time for you to make that request known to God so that he can use you in all of the ways that he wants to use you. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast, me the opportunity to speak on this podcast. I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice that they get bold when it comes to kingdom business, that they get bold when it comes to the purpose that you have for their life, that they get bold when it comes to the stuff that you have ordered for them, that they get bold when it comes to chasing after you and pursuing your will and living according to your word and doing what it is that you've called them to do and being your vessel father god make us obedient in every part of our life fill us with faith fill us with discipline fill us with wisdom to walk out the steps that you have ordered for us in spite of what we see around us give us tunnel vision so that we are focused on you and your kingdom only father god and that anything that is not walking with us we pray that you remove it father god today we sow the make me bold seed make me bold enough to cut off anything that needs to be cut off and to endure anything that you allow to come my way because I understand as a vessel sometimes trouble is my portion not because it's going to take me out but because I am called to take over it so father God make me bold today in all of my ways make me bold in my words make me bold in my thoughts so that I can live the will that you have called me to live on earth I am the human that you can work through. The other gods can't do that like your word says, but you can. And I am saying today, make me bold enough to be your vessel so that I can live out and walk out your plan. We love you, Father God, and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. Make me bold. The information will be in the description to sow into that seed as well as all the other links. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.